1069. Welcome to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 1069. We're online at WRQK.com. I, for the life of me, Fantone, I'm drawing a blank and I don't remember what it is we have to give away. Uh, we got 311 tickets. Ah, that's right. We do have 311 and tickets. And we also have tickets to go check out Rhythm and Brews, which uh, you will actually be a part of there. I'm hosting that damn thing. Yeah, you yeah, think you'll be you a think part I'd of that. remember that? That's June 22nd. That is. I'll be out there from 6 to 8. We'll have tickets for that. We'll pass those out. 8.30, we'll get checked up with those 311 tickets. I believe that's on the 22nd as well, and that's at the Hard Rock Roxino. Nice. Which is good, because now I don't have to go to 311. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I take a beating sometimes online for my, I don't even want to call it hatred, because that's putting way too much emotion into it. But I really don't like 311 or Sublime. And I know a lot of people that listen to the radio station love it. And so they just love attacking me for the fact that I don't really get down with it. Is it that, like... It's a little puby. Is it that California kind of, like, West Coast feel? Because, like, Sublime feels like that to me. 311 feels like yeah, that to I me. Yeah, but I love Incubus. Yeah, Incubus Incubus is is kind of in that realm. Red Hot Chili Peppers are kind of in that realm. And I know sometimes you're like, ugh, on the Chili Peppers. Yeah, I, what I like from the Chili Peppers, I absolutely love. But what I don't like, yeah, I normally am like, oh, my God, get that away from me. This song's all right. Yeah, no, it's not that 311 hat. It's not that all their songs are bad. It's just not totally for me. To me, this what this was, what 311 was is, let's water down Rage Against the Machine as much as we possibly yeah. can. And, dude, 311 is Rage Against the Machine for your girlfriend. That's what it is. That's it's 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 Rage Against the Machine for your girlfriend. Look at me, just creating stuff on the fly. Look at me, creating stuff on the fly. Who cares what Imprepare show? It's going to be fine today. I like it. Put the pressure over my distaste for 311. Delivered. How are you this morning? Good. Speaking of Zach, Dale Rocha, really quick. He's on a new song with uh, this group, uh, Run the Jewels, that's pretty good. So uh, I would, it's it's, it's LP and Killer Mike, two rappers, and Zach Dale Rocha. So it's pretty good. Just throwing you a recommendation there, buddy. Do we have it? It's Neutral uh, Tuesday. Maybe we do that. Man, maybe we, uh, maybe, maybe we, we bonus heard it. Maybe we could see if we can get it in. I'm going to doubt that our company has that record available to us, but maybe I can see if I can grab it off the internet or something. Yeah, like that. man. Let's let's see if we can maybe see find that because, uh, dude, there. I I that sounds like something I would I would maybe like. Coming up at nine o'clock is Neutral Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Rocks. You know, there you're getting new Lord, new Brantley Gilbert, and new Nickelback. And oh, Nickelback! Everybody excited now. Yeah, you know what? I pick Nickelback because it's just everybody loves them so much. You know what I mean? Like I just like I know. I'm like, dude, when I play Nickelback, nobody's complaining. There was like three rock songs. I'm like, well, there's a new the group from here, and there's this, and then I said, oh, well, there's new Nickelback and Stands. It's like, got it right we, there. We were thinking about new Foo Fighters because we premiered that record last week. It's called Run, and actually the video is online at wrqk.com. And I was like, all right, we're both big Foo fans. I know a lot of people listen yeah. to the show like the Foo. I was like, all right, maybe we'll just do the new Foo Fighters. And the fan says to me yesterday, he's like, yeah, he's like, dude, he's like, there's new Nickelback. I was Nickelback. like, oh, I was like, well, they're not polarizing at all. Nope. Everybody just loves them. Yep. I was like, so it's new Nickelback. That song's called Must Be Nice. The Brantley Gilberts, the ones that like me and Lord. Perfect places. I like it. That. How I are like you today? It. I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm a little bit like tired, and I just don't get it because I slept forever last That's night. That's why, maybe. I, uh, maybe I, too I, much. After the Cavs game, I was like, dude, you know, my girlfriend's like, just take a nap. She's like, I can tell you're tired. You're falling asleep on the couch over there. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, no, I'm going to bed early. So I went to bed at like 6.45, 7 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to get like 9, 10 hours of sleep. It's going to be great. And then I just drag an ass this morning. I'm just like, oh. Wow. Yeah, so uh, so your boy's a little sleepy, but he's got a cup of joe over there, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get this thing moving here. 
Okay. All what's, right, uh, what's your story? What you got over there? Uh, man, did I have a fantastic lunch meeting yesterday? Yeah, tell us about it. So buddy. I, uh, so I got invited out to the Crush House at Gervasa yesterday. Okay. And uh, we're talking about doing some business together. Swanky, swanky. The Crush House <laughs> that, is right there. So I had no idea. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I, I took somebody to dinner there about a week and a half ago. But yeah. the only other place, the only place I've been on property was the Crush House. Right. But they have the bistro there. Mm-hmm. They have piazza there, and then there's. I mean, there's like walking trails back there. There's villas you can say. I mean, that place is fantastic. Oh yeah, those little like villas that they have there. I mean, once again, swanky. I mean, they were crowded. I mean, yeah, there was people in them. Right, but like, I mean, definitely, uh, you know, most places you can go to and like, eh, dude, a whatever. lot of property would have been a great golf course to be honest <laughs> with you. Most places you can go to and it's like, eh, whatever, we'll take your money. But if you're not like, I don't want to say properly dressed and like, you just feel like you have to take things up a level there. I saw pictures of you yesterday. Showered, looking, yeah, looking looking. <laughs> Very dapper. Actually, so was. all right. So they they brought one of the women out who was like in sales, who was like they're one of their like main photographer as well. Okay. She listens to the program every morning. Nice. And so she gets introduced to me, and she's like, I yeah. She's like, I totally know. She's like, everybody loves them. And I was like, nice. oh cool, thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you. I appreciate. That. Which don't get me wrong, I love being recognized in Walmart, but it's also nice to see somebody who's like, all right, you got I, a collar on. Yeah, like look okay. at you. No plastic name tag or anything. Right, four hundred one k. You know. <laughs> like everything's going good in that woman's life, and she listens too. That's and nice. so yeah. They were like, "We're just gonna start feeding you food, right. and we're just gonna start taking pictures of you without you." Go, oh, okay, <laughs> this will be great. So, and then like the head chef Marsha came out, and she's fantastic. So I got her whole story. Right. She's like originally from Canton. Like lives like basically like right down the street from it. Grew up right down the street from where Gervasi is. Went to Pittsburgh to be trained on the on, uh-huh. you know on the culinary duties, uh-huh. and then moved home and is now the head chef at like the one of the best place, uh, one of the best restaurants in the city. Like I told her, I was like, dude, you're like an all American like success story. We uh we talk about the restaurants in Canton pretty frequently. Um, and I will always. I don't say, know if you guys know. I I, I the, <laughs> the food. I'm in the uh, I like it. The restaurant game in Canton, Ohio, is strong. Much, it's much better than you think it would be for a town this size um but gervasi is something special like i've said it before that when you kind of take that turn off of 30 it's off of right or, or where or, it's I like off of 55th okay off 55th and market and, there. and and like you turn into there and all of a sudden it just feels like you're somewhere else it just feels like you've like teleported i've been else. whisked away <laughs> and uh yeah you no know, but it does it absolutely does feel that way and so I had a fantastic lunch. They brought the short beef uh, like rib uh, sliders out. Jeez. I had some. Of, I had some of those. I had. Uh, I, like getting all choked up. Over I am. There. I <laughs> am. Like, good lord. I had some really good wine. Had right. a great meat and cheese plate. Right. Yeah, I had some fantastic food. I mean, the food there is just oh, the meatballs were. So- they brought those out too. Yeah, Fantone, it was amazing. They just kept bringing food out, and it was like one of the best days ever. And I'm sure had some great wine. Uh, had some great wine. The Truscano was really good. Actually, I ended up buying a couple of bottles to go for a friend of mine who uh, is a huge wine drinker and did me a favor. So I was like, you know what? I, let me buy some, you know, thank you gifts and stuff like that. So I go. spent all day out there yesterday on the property uh, out there at Gervasi, and it was amazing. And uh, I found this out. They walked me upstairs. And the Crush House. And they have a room that's very Game of Thrones oriented. Really? I mean, that, I don't believe that was like their their design. But when I walked in there, I looked at the marketing manager, Nicole, and I said, 
I'm gonna about to show my nerdum. And she's like, okay. I was like, this room has a very Game of Thrones feel to it. And she was like, oh my God, you're right, it does. Like all like uh, the whole chandelier is made out of like wine bottles and it's like hanging above like this huge round table. It looks like knights would sit at. It was awesome. Well, dragon show there. I like it. I yeah. like how they have some. A lot of wine gets <laughs> like consumed in the Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, it was uh, awesome. Well, good, dude. Honestly, awesome to have them on board. Awesome to have them as a partner of the show. And 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 hopefully, uh, you know, this will be uh you'll be heading out there often. For those of you that have never tried it, I believe some uh, some gift certificates shall be passed out on the Stansbury Show, so nice. you'll have an opportunity to check it out. But Smart. honestly, dude, guys, date night, if your wife's like, you yeah, don't yeah. take me anywhere anymore. We never go anywhere. Dude, take her there. She'll she'll be quiet for a little while. Get one of those little those little, those little villas. Go, like, spend a weekend there. Like, dude, she, I'm telling you, things are going to go down in those villas. Is that right? I'm telling you right now. You don't even have to go far. Remember yesterday when Gervasi liked us? <laughs> A uh, a woman in Florida let let a wild animal do something to her baby, and Jeez. I. Jeez. <laughs> she, she's trying to tell us how it was a good thing. So the Florida files and bad mothers get mixed together next on the Sands Ray Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show, Rock 106.9. Win your way into the 311 show. That happens at 8.30 on the program. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need for those. That show, June 22nd, up at the Hard Rock Roxino. 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino there. You're getting new Lord, new Brantley Gilbert, new Nickelback, and then locally, Bones of Giants making their second appearance on New Tour Tuesday. Send me a newer song. We'll air that for you. Nice. I like that first Bones of Giants song. If you'd like to be featured on New Tour Tuesday, you and your band, send me your stuff. Stands at WRQK.com. Make sure it's radio edited and we'll get you played. Like exposing people to... uh, to some of the you know, local music there. You just said I like exposing people to, and I was like, oh, Stansberry, do not tell that story. As he unzips. <laughs> no, that's bad decision making. That is bad decision making. Yeah, no, just like flashing people's not good. Don't do it. Not good. It's no longer voiceful, be boys. You're going to do some time for that one. It's not good. You know, when people write me in, I don't want to call it hate mail, but when people have problems with the program, Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things they complain about is, you know, you're awfully judgmental on how people raise their kids, but I think it's a little idealistic because you don't have kids, so you don't understand how hard it is. And I always say, no, I understand exactly how hard it is. That's why I decided not to do it. Because I'm one of the very few people that did understand before I just got some girl pregnant how yeah. hard it was going to be to raise that kid. I actually did realize that, did think about it, which is why I bought condoms. Don't yeah. come at me because you were too lazy to stop at CVS on your way home. Bought condoms or prayed, but nonetheless, it's still, you know, Stansberry child-free over there. Well, I mean, dude, you, you, <laughs> yes, you compile a group of systems, Fanto. You don't just go with one. You got backup plans. The board's in board bypass, but you can still okay. turn the mics off. Okay, I'll agree to that Little one. inside joke there. I'll agree to that Little one. inside there. This story coming out of Florida where I'm going to judge a mother. I don't care what you parents tell me. I'm going to judge this mother. Okay. Right As she posted the video to Facebook, of course, because how can we do anything without posting the video to Facebook anymore, she showed her one-year-old daughter being bitten by a red rat snake. Now, I don't know what a red rat snake is, but I know I don't want any snake biting my daughter. The video obviously has since been taken down, but she says, the mom does, I don't regret putting my baby face-to-face with a snake. You people are a bunch of sissies. 
She's found the family. She found the snake in the driveway of her property. All right, which I guess is outside of Sebring, Florida. She said the snake uh, snake had first bitten me and then it bit my son and it didn't leave a mark. Several times this happened. So I thought I'm going to take this good opportunity to introduce my one-year-old daughter to wildlife without a chance of her being hurt. Um, That's okay. Up until the point when you allow the snake to bite your daughter. I mean, like, show it to her. Right. And I'm okay with that. I mean, you're still putting your kid in a situation where a snake could bite her. Um, But, like... Did she encourage the snake to bite her? Did she like hold out the little baby arm? And yeah, she says here people are too sensitive. She's like, they think I did this to hurt my child intentionally. She's like, people who know me know I would never hurt my children. She's like, I just, we live in a very rural part of Florida, she says. His teeth were too small to actually puncture her skin. So he's a very harmless snake. She's like, they live in, again, a rural nine acre property. When, when, now you're getting into something here. I mean, if, am if, I? If, if this, if the, if the so depending on where I live, snakes can bite my kids. Well, if the snake, if she, as as you know, somewhat informed wildlife enthusiast or whatever we want to call right, her, we haven't seen the nine acre property. I think <laughs> if, we all know there's a house that with a, that should have wheels on it that doesn't. If she in knew, the middle of a field, if she knew that there was no threat of the skin of like you know the snake being able to penetrate skin or anything like that, I mean. I don't know if it's that bad, right? She said while growing up in Florida, she learned how to handle reptiles by assisting her father, a Jupiter police officer, with animal service calls. She now believes her methods are teaching her children a valuable lesson. She's not scared of snakes, but she doesn't want to touch them either. That was my goal, the mother said of the daughter. I can understand, as somebody who lives in Florida wildlife, why you would want your children to be well-informed and know what they're doing when it comes to Agreed, reptiles. Florida wildlife, and, and, and you know what Florida's wildlife is famous for? Gators. Are you throwing her in the swamp so she can meet the gator? Well, a gator much more deadly than a red rat snake. I don't know the ins and outs of red rat snakes. I've got it pulled up, and I mean, they're scary looking, but all snakes are kind of scary looking, but it's non-poisonous. It's not like it was going to be able to like constrict on the baby or anything like that if the situation was under control. So you're for letting snakes bite kids? I don't know if I'm going to say that I'm for letting snakes bite kids, but like this kid got bit but didn't get hurt, didn't didn't get skin punctured or anything like that. It just it it, it to me it shows the decision making of a parent. And yes, your child happened to not get hurt in this situation, but you have opened your mouth and told me you let a snake bite you, your son, and your one year old kid. It didn't happen to not get hurt. She she as a parent knew that that child wouldn't get hurt. Like that's. The the thing it wasn't like eh, maybe she'll get hurt maybe she won't maybe this is poisonous maybe it's not i don't like it i don't like it this reminds me of a story i uh, that an ex you know an ex-girlfriend had once told me about how her parents raised her and they were trying they were in the front yard with her and the mom went into the house and the dad like turned her around and was like letting her walk through the yard and she was walking towards the street now, they lived in Brunswick, and not off of a main road, but, like, busy enough. Okay. And the dad was like, first of all, any street's busy enough when you're letting your kid walk towards it. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Yes. right. Let's, get, let's just clear that up. And so, like, she was walking towards the street, and, of course, like, her mother comes out and, like, grabs her and turns around and says to the dad, what the hell are you doing? 
And the dad said, she needs to learn not to run into the street. Yeah, but getting hit by the Ford Focus is not the way to teach them. It's not that, a good that's, lesson. It's not the way to go down. Um, But, you know, I, I think there's plenty of parents out there who are sink or swim parents where it's like, well, they're not going to learn how to swim unless you throw them in the water. Well, they're not going to learn that the oven's hot unless you let them touch it. You know what? Twitter's bringing up a great point. Steve Irwin didn't think he was going to get hurt by that damn thing either. And next thing you know, he got harpooned in the chest by whatever the the blowfish or whatever the hell it was that took that guy down, and he died. Nobody had, I mean, you know what I mean? Nobody had more animal training or reptile training than that guy. That guy knew more about the, you know, wildlife than this woman does. It's just, of course, like, I want child protective services at somebody's house who's just letting reptiles bite their kids. Especially if you're going to post the video to Facebook. Like, what the hell's the matter with you? You had to have known that was going to be an issue. That was just bad, poor decision making. So there's at least one golfer, Fantone, at least one golfer with worse luck than I have. We'll give you his story next on the Stansberry Show. Comes around him. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with Rhythm and Brews tickets. That going on at the Canton Cultural Center. I'll be there from 6 to 8. That's uh, on the 22nd of this month. We'll get you into that. 9 o'clock is New Church Tuesday, New Lord, New Brantley Gilbert, New Nickelback. And then locally, the Bones of Giants. I'm very excited about today's uh, New Tour Tuesday. Lord, I like. I'm a yeah. fan of. Yeah. Brantley Gilbert has made songs I like. And Nickelback is everybody's favorite band. Number one. Nobody's going to complain to me Number about... Number one. Nobody will complain to me about Nickelback being annoying and bad and cookie cutter and all that stuff. Nobody will do that. So I like that. You know what's coming up this week? No, what is? One of my favorite things that happens every year. Okay. It's the first time ever that it will be contested in the state of Wisconsin, and that is the U.S. Open. Oh. The U.S. Open's coming up. And for those of you that don't know, it's like the hardest golf tournament in the world to win because, again, it is an open. All you have to do is play in a qualifier, play well enough, and you're in. That's it. And so you get amateurs, you get pros, you get everybody. It's like the best of the best. I feel like this is going to be your big opportunity here. Maybe Stansbury one day getting into the U.S. Open. Ah, uh, a little old for that now. Uh, probably okay. don't. Probably don't have enough time left. And don't make me think about that, man. I don't have enough time. There, um, God, I forget his name, but there was a there was a guy out of Maslin last year that came really close to making it. Making it. He's pretty good. Named Dan Sansbury? No, no, no. no. Okay. I wish. No, no, no. I, I, I'll, I'll never play well enough for all that. How is the golf game going? Everything good? Feeling good? Feeling good with the sticks out there? I played pretty good on Sunday. Good yeah, I played pretty good on Sunday. I'm very happy with it. Actually, I played great on Saturday, too. As, no, I'm sorry. It was Friday and Sunday. I didn't play Saturday at all. As the golf game goes, so the show goes. So good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Thursday wasn't so great. Friday, real good. Sunday, real good. But, you know, probably going to play this afternoon. We'll see how it goes. But I bring this up, we're all wondering why, <laughs> but, uh, but, but the U.S. Open is this week, and the reason okay. why I bring it up is a guy who was looking to play in a qualifier in Florida cannot do it, had to withdraw from the tournament, and it's because American Airlines lost his bag. Uh-huh. They lost his golf clubs. Michael Budacavelli was set to play in a U.S. Open qualifier. And American Airlines lost his bag. So he tweets at them after withdrawing from the tournament. 
and says, I want to thank you, American Air, one golf bag with priority tags on a plane, and it's the only bag that you can't find. Unfortunately, I had to withdraw from the U.S. Open golf sectionals in Jupiter, Florida. He couldn't have been like, hey, golf officials, this you know, this incident happened. I don't have my golf clubs. They don't have like a loaner set. They, they have rental sets. Most golf courses do. Yeah. I wonder if in a U.S. Open qual, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if in a U.S. Open qualifier, if the rules say you must enter the tournament with equipment you brought with you. I would imagine they probably do. Are, are your are your clubs that important? Like oh god, yeah. But like, I mean, if I gave you, I get if I gave you just a brand new set of golf clubs, like hey, dude, sorry you forgot yours at home. Here's my bag. You couldn't go out there and perform essentially the same. They're that important. Well, okay. Now, when you get to this level. Yeah, they probably are that important to him. My guess is that he, if he's playing in a U.S. Open qualifier, my guess is he's been properly, they call it, fitted. I mean, obviously, you know, all the Cleveland Indians have their bat that they want. Like, I'm sure Francisco Lindor's bat is different than Carlos Santana's right. bat, but if they switch them up, I feel like and I, I just, you can't be like, oh, dude, he gave me Santana's bat. I can't hit now. If, if I'm going to be 100% honest about this, it's more mental than anything else. Okay. Like... All right, like I'll give you a perfect example. Now, again, this is we're not a U.S. Open qualifier. This is five dollars a whole Sunday afternoon in the middle of the <laughs> okay, in the middle of the goddamn rainstorm. Right. You know what I mean? But we were playing a two man scramble on Sunday, and I the cart was a little far away. But my buddy had two clubs in his hand. I was like, "Yo, I I, I meant to grab my seven iron. I don't have it. Let me use your seven iron." What? And I used his seven iron. So yeah, I mean, you can get through it. But when I hit the shot, I was like, "Man, I wish I would have had my seven iron. I feel like I would have hit it better." <laughs> But American Airlines responded back to this guy. Says we want to reunite you as quickly as possible. Verify your bag number via, uh, you know, direct message. And he already said, "Look, I filed the missing bag report. It's too late. I already yeah. withdrew. You just needed to do your job in the first place." This guy saying American Airlines, and I get why he's mad. I mean, it, of course, to, to miss a shot in playing in the U.S. Open. Aaron Hills, by the way, Golf Channel all weekend. You should watch it. I can understand, you know, obviously when you complain on social media why, you know, American Airlines or whatever is going to be like, hey, we're trying to fix your problem. Um, But sometimes that's even worse where it's like, dude, you already effed things up so bad. I'm just bitching at you because I need to get this off my chest for you to come in and be like, oh, well, hey, could you please file a report? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, shut up. You You know, I'm just venting. Right. You ruined my weekend. You ruined essentially what, you know, this guy's life like. Come on. Like. Yeah, that's uh, th- that was a boneheaded move. I mean, I get it. Shipsticks.com, duh. The commercial tells you all the time. They'll get them there right there on time. I mean, uh, you're going to lose bags, but like, a, I don't know. It just it, To me, you're right. You've got a priority tag on it. It's a golf bag. Like It just feels like, dude, what are, you, what are you guys doing? I need to thank Kenny who tweeted in and told me that, and again, he's right about this. It's Richie Schembechler out of Maslin who was playing in the okay. U.S. Open qualifier last year. I, I've never seen him, but I hear that guy hits the ball a mile. I've heard I, I've heard he's very, very good. I'm, uh, I'm interested to watch him play at some point. Maybe I'll head out to the Tiger Town tournament this year at the Elms. I'm sure yeah, he'll be out there playing like that. It. Oh yeah, the Tiger Town tournament's a huge thing. Do pros come in to play that? That's a huge tournament. Maybe I'll play in it. <laughs> Get my ass kicked by 300 or whatever the hell it should be. Some weird stuff was going on in the Cavs locker room the other night and they're going to have some answering to do. We'll give you that story next on the Sansbury Show. Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9 Welcome back to Rock 106.9 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by Hard Rock Roxino. There, you're getting new Lord, new Brantley Gilbert, new Nickelback, all part of that. Bones of Giants, your local artist today. 
Very excited to hear that new Nickelback song. I'm telling you, I feel like it's going to be like the rest of their songs. And the fact that it'll be filled with artistry and it, it will it will not sound cookie cutter. <laughs> nope. There will be no sub vocals. Nope. Is he going to have the quesadilla? That's what everybody really wants to know. <laughs> He's got drug dealers on speed dial. That guy does. Jealous. He does indeed. You know what? Maybe what we'll do instead is playing all the new Nickelback. Maybe maybe what we'll do is play all the old Def Leppard and go, <laughs> same band. <laughs> same band. So the Cavs are back in action tomorrow night. Yeah. Game three. Yeah. Back on our home court. Yeah. This is where Defend the Land actually makes sense. Right. And honestly... I feel pretty confident about it. I feel like a uh, a uh, a home a home trip will help out the role players. I feel like you know finally somebody's going to get out there and give some LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin some help. So fingers crossed for tomorrow. I think Cavs win Game Three. Now I thought they were going to win Game One, and I was wrong about that. Yeah, um, but we'll, I I do think that we will probably bounce back on our home floor. Now let me ask you: if they only win one game here. Are you worried then? Oh, of course, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm, at I'm, that point. I'm, I'm sitting here worried right now. Yes. I mean, undeniably, if they split and it's, I know everyone, oh, well, dude, they were down 3-1 last year. That doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's nice to hold on to that little bit of hope. There's a reason why last year was the first time that ever happened. Every game, every series is its own individual event. So you can't look at like years past and be like, oh, well, dude, 3-1, that's a good place for us to be. No, no it's, it's not. It's, it's a terrible There's a place. reason why it's the first time it's ever happened. Yeah, you, you, do, you do not want to find yourself in that situation. But much like the NHL playoffs last night, or the finals last night, um, you even things out 2-2 two to two, like Nashville did on Pittsburgh. And all of a sudden, you now are, it's a new series. You're in a three game series at that point, and who knows what happens. Put it in a three game series. I like LeBron at that point. I do too. I do too. But it's going to be very tough to win four out of the next five. You I'll know, be realistic. They were talking about this yesterday, and it's a little bit true that when you're watching this series so far, these first two games, yeah, that it's like LeBron's not playing. It's like that's how good the Golden State Warriors are at spreading the ball around and moving the ball around and how fantastic it looks is that LeBron's having a great he's having a good series. He's playing really well. He had a triple double the other night and it's but the eyeball test isn't there. It's all like you're all in on Durant because of the style of play and the way it looks. It's like LeBron is kind of shrink I it's the wrong way cuz people are going to think that I'm saying he's shrinking. In the moment, but that's not. But it's well, like. But on TV, he doesn't look like the most impressive thing right now. The Cavaliers are certainly shrinking in the moment. Up next to Golden State. So whether it's LeBron or not, I mean LeBron. You know, he's only one member of that team, so he kind of gets brought down by, by the subpar of play of the role player so far. Yeah, they were. Uh, I mean, they were really hammering the Cavs yesterday on TV, talking about how paying Tristan Thompson all that max money and J.R. Smith all that money is really where the problem lies. And and all that, and it's like I I, I I don't upend the roster after two games. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean. You got to remember that those two guys were instrumental last year, and obviously instrumental in getting us to this point this year. And I mean, you're never guaranteed to win a championship. So if you had to overpay to win that championship last year, and that's the only one that Northeast Ohio gets for another fifty plus years, it's that's money well spent, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I guess it would be hard to deny that. You're going right. to pay somebody that money anyway. Why not give it to Tristan Thompson? Right. Well, I mean, well, J.R. Smith, I think you have a better argument there against Tristan. Tristan's still a young, up-and-coming player. His best days, I will say, are still in front of him, where J.R. Smith is definitely on the back nine of his career, if That's not true, yeah. on the back three of his career. So, like, there a little more validity in that point. Yeah, Jr. Probably. I mean, that was. I mean, I was hearing yesterday there was no way any any other team was going to give him the amount of money that we gave him. That was simply a uh, Lebron likes them. Let's make sure we pay him. Well, and I, we kind of talked about this yesterday with Scott from waiting for next year. Where like I understand that you know from a team perspective, you know Tom Brady taking the pay cut or Kevin Durant saying that he's going to play for less. But like I just, I just, I just think that if somebody's willing to pay you that money, dude, go get that money. I, I, I kind of hate that how athletes have to decide, should I maximize the money that I make? Which, God bless you for doing, dude. I wish I could do that. I wish I could throw more income on, on top of what I have right now. Or should I go chase a championship? It's just a weird, like, well, which one should you do there? I'm not going to villainize. Especially in the NBA, where it's like, get your money early. Right, you're drafted by a team that doesn't matter. To, to, you know, especially if you're good. So get your money early, your first five years, your thing, and then take the pay cut to try to go win ranks. Right. When you get that, out, seems to be the system in the NBA. When, when you get far into your career, if that's what you want to do, but it just it, it, it to me, it's like, dude, you have five years to be a pro athlete. Maximize your earnings. Like, do make as much money as you possibly can, and 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 to put teams in this predicament of like, well, should we pay him or should we not pay him? Like, dude, let let these let these owners pay whatever the hell they want to pay. And again. And as I predicted all day yesterday, national sports media, it's going to be Paul George. It's going to be Jimmy Butler. It's going to be Paul George. It's going to be Jimmy Butler. And it's like, dude, they're already throwing the, the, the dirt on Kevin Love's casket. They're already doing it. And Kevin Love's having a pretty decent series, too. Uh, well, if, if if anybody thinks that, like, by trading Kevin Love for either A. Paul George or B. Jimmy Butler, it, it would it, that's that's not going to be enough. If you think that that's what the issue is, I mean, you're going to have to add one of those guys. It's not like, oh, hey, we'll, we'll swap one of these dudes into this that's rotation. what I think you have to add one of those I think guys. legitimately if you don't have an all-star at all five positions right now you're kind of screwed to win a title I just how it looks but apparently after they lost the other night a reporter Mike Wise who I don't totally know I, I, apparently he writes for the undefeated ESPN and the undefeated okay senior writer Mike Wise was on Twitter after the Cavs lost game two and he says here the Cavs locker room has a strong reefer aroma to it tonight. <laughs> Get a little bit of the reefer cigarettes there, okay. Say, so, hey, it's Callie, you're down 2-0, and it's all about pain control. He says, to be clear, I don't know who was using the marijuana in the Cavs locker room. He's like, media was in there, players were in there, camera crews. He's like, but it wasn't a dead skunk. He says, I grew up in Northern California and Hawaii. I know what cannabis smells like. Could have been a cameraman, reporter, whatever. I'm not judging. And he's right. It could have been just somebody who had just been smoking weed outside that walked into the locker room. I find it hard to believe in today's day and age of 24-7 news media and cameras being everywhere that J.R. Smith, and we all know it was J.R. Smith, was sitting there shirt off rolling blunts, right? Although I guess maybe... It's 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 it, if if this is fact and this is what really would happen and I think it's crazy to think that it was a player. Um, 
why? I mean, like, and I guess, yeah, dude, it's California, and like, you're I mean, marijuana, allowed to smoke marijuana, right? Then. And it's very like socially acceptable, and like very much the thing to do out there. So I just don't understand why people automatically. And I know J.R. Smith is a joke, like, oh, anything is possible with J.R. Smith, and like, I, I get it, I get it, but it seems very unlikely to me. Which a lot of people are like, oh, they were smoking weed before the game. Really? Is that, is, that, is that really what you think? Oh, come on. You don't think guys smoke weed before NBA Finals games? I think dudes, I think I think athletes, sure. There's been plenty of athletes who have, who have done drugs before they go out there and perform. But it's after the game. What do you think? Like, immediately after, like, all right, so we got off the court. We just got beat. And I'm going to go back in the locker room and smoke no, a joint? I don't like, think that happened. Marijuana carries a strong smell with it. It does. And Good so stuff. I... I think somebody smoked weed and then walked in there, and the reporter knew, I'm going to tweet that it smells like weed in here, and everybody's going to retweet me, and now I'm going to be the story. And that's what all of these bloggers want. They want to be the story because they've been five foot tall since they were in seventh grade, and they can't dunk, they can't make a jumper, and so they, they end up writing about guys who can instead. And then now it's because of like how media works, they can be the story versus the player being the story. That's what this is all about. This was just a random person who happened to be in there. And I'll tell you, I I know from personal experience and Fantone knows this story. So once upon a time, I walked into a professional business and I was handling my business across like the lobby. And I was far away from a reception desk. And I heard a woman say to another woman in the building, Ugh, I hate when people do that. And me being self-conscious, I was like, she's probably talking about me. And sure enough, she's like, I, it just always smells like dead skunks when people walk in here after that. And I thought to myself, oh my God, she probably is talking about me. And I felt awful. And I felt like a scumbag the rest of that day. Honestly, since that's happened, I've really felt like, honestly, I have felt less than since I've heard her say that. Because I'm a grown-up. And that people shouldn't be able to say things like that about me. Yeah, I know what you mean there, and like you don't want people looking down their nose at you. No, of course not. Um, not somebody. Never mind. I'm not finishing that. I I saw it's a a local bar. I I don't know if I should necessarily mention which local bar. Um, but they have a sign on their door that says, "If you smell like weed, we will not serve you." What? Yeah. Are you serious? Hundred percent. I have not seen such sign. Were my eyes maybe? too close and I wasn't able to read it <laughs> walking in. I think this was a cameraman or somebody who was working with one of the blogs was out smoking and then the game ended and then walked in there to get interviews. Or this is just this reporter like, dude, you know what? I'm really? going to make this story up. I, like, why not? I mean, why not? It's a very, pl- like, it's a very like, okay. That, Who's not going to believe NBA guys smoke weed? Exactly. Get a million retweets. I mean, everyone starts clicking on your blog. What are you going to do when next? There's a bunch of kids running around in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, people are going to buy that one too. What I can't believe, I, I predicted something yesterday and I was wrong about it. And I can't for the life of me believe it. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. Joe. Uh-oh. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We have a pair of Rhythm and Bruise tickets. That, uh, that event's going down June 22nd at the Canton Cultural Center. I'll actually be your host that night from 6 to 8. We'll pass out a pair of tickets here shortly. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need on those. I'm looking forward to that event. I've gone the last couple of years. I absolutely love it. It's good beer, good food, all in one location. Super close to my house. I that I love that event. Can't get enough of it. 
so we'll uh, make sure you're in attendance here shortly. One of the big things you do while being on the radio is you make predictions, all right? And really what you're doing is you're leaving yourself exposed. You're saying, I think this is what's going to happen. And then it either does or does not happen. And then people want to jump up and down on you. And and I totally understand that. That's how you interact. And I'm fine with it. But it's not like we know everything. I'm just, you know, I'm paid to speculate sometimes. Yeah, nobody really has a crystal ball. And Nostradamus. I'm all right being wrong. I'm perfectly okay with it. I like making strong predictions, having strong opinions. And, you know, sometimes you're going to be wrong. Sometimes you're not. But we were talking yesterday about this debacle that happened last Friday night on HBO, one of HBO's premier programs, Real Time, with Bill Maher, where he was talking to a Senator Ben Sass, I believe. Correct. And then this happened. To Nebraska more. <laughs> You're welcome. We'd love to have you work in the fields with us. Work in the fields? That's part of that. That's- <laughs> Senator, I'm a house man. Yeah. He used the N-word. And I said yesterday, and I will say again, somebody has to show me the time in history where a white person has invoked the N-word and it made their life better. And it and it, it assisted in their argument or where people think, you know, thanks. Thanks for bringing that one up. You're right. I didn't look at it that way. It's. Never happened. Now that you drop a racial slur in there, well, it makes all the sense in the world. Pay attention now. Okay. Not, now you got me. Right. It's never happened. It's never helped anybody's argument ever. Never. Right. And so I don't understand why a guy that's intelligent would have made this would, would have made this joke. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that you can come up with is if you are trying to intimidate African-American people, because then, yeah, the N-word's certainly going to work for you. You start screaming it at them, and yeah, yeah but that's, that's not good. Right, I mean, that's, that's the <laughs> I'm only... I'm looking for good reasons. That's the only thing I could think of where it's like, well, that would be a valuable usage of that word. That's and other a, than that, I can't come up with one. Yeah, no, that's not good. I, I, we do not support that here at the Stance of Show. We're not fans. Okay, Marr obviously then apologized Saturday morning, calling the comment completely inexcusable and tasteless, as well as deeply offensive, and says that that portion of Real Time with Bill Maher from last Friday night will no longer be in any of the future airings of the show. Yeah, dude, that's a very forced apology to me. Um, so you don't buy it? No, 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 no. It's not like it slipped out of his mouth. It's not like, I mean, he knew the joke was coming out. You can see the look on his face. He knows what he's doing. So much so that he put an A on the end instead of the ER, where it's like, oh, I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to soften this. Yeah, remember in 1989 when white people were like, no, that's yeah. not racist yeah. if you say A and not ER? Yeah, I remember that one. Well, I mean, like, at least you have a little bit of, like, I mean, there's some sort of deniability there where this was like, I mean, he mm. obviously knew what he was doing. I think that Ben Sass kind of knew how he was setting him up there to make a, hey, go work in the field joke. You kind of know what you're getting yourself into, but to come out and then be like, bam, there's the N-word, that's when you're getting The like, look on Ben Sass's face, and I said this yesterday, it's like, you can just tell he knows I'm forever documented in this piece of history, and I wish I wasn't. Like, you can um, see it in his face. 
<laughs> he's terrified. Ben Sass is definitely one of the um, uh, young up-and-coming Republicans that's trying to get himself out there. Yeah. I don't know if that's so much what he's thinking or it's like, hell yeah, dude, I'm national news now. Like, I'm I'm all over the place, and I didn't say it. I didn't do it. I didn't say it. I'm just standing next to it. Being and uncomfortable. Now, all of a sudden, I'm a household name. Right. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. I, I, I honestly kind of thought, I was like, oh, dude, I mean, it's not the worst position for him to be in. Oh, my God. Was it that calculated, maybe? Uh, I don't know if it's that calculated or just like, you know, like the good fortunes of circumstance hit you sometimes. So I had predicted that I thought Bill Maher would probably be let go for the second time in his career. He had got fired from his own show uh, politically incorrect once before, and I thought for sure that this was going to do it here. But HBO has said Real Time with Bill Maher will be on this Friday night. Wow. They say they don't really know how he's going to address it. Fantone and I talked about this before the show started. My guess is he'll open, do his monologue. The monologue will be entirely about this, and then he'll push forward and pretend like it didn't happen. You're, what else are you going to do? You can't I mean, spend all hour on it. No, and I guess I'm just surprised. Maybe not so much HBO didn't fire him, but you're not going to like suspend him for a week or a month or something, or you're not going to like have some sort of punishment there. It's just like, yeah, whatever. And again, I equated this yesterday to the Kathy Griffin thing. And I said, you know, we made sure we took Kathy Griffin off a of TV for what she did. And if you don't remember, she took a still photo of her holding a, 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 a severed head with the likeness of Donald Trump. Now I think that's in board taste, but I will argue for her right to be able to do that as a performer. Like, if you're going to take her off a of TV for that and not take Bill Maher off a of TV for this, I think it's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm a huge Bill Maher fan. I watch his show. I, I don't watch it Friday nights because I'm normally asleep early on Friday night. But real time with Bill Maher is a big part of my Saturday morning. I wake up. I start making coffee, make a little breakfast, sit down, and I watch his program to kind of like start my Saturday. It's how I, I mean, it's like a routine. We're all creatures of habit. That's one of my habits. I really enjoy his program. I don't always agree with him, but I find him smart, and I find myself being informed while watching his program about things that maybe I wouldn't have thought about before. But I got to be honest with you, in this day and age of feed the body to the masses, I can't believe this isn't a piece of meat we're throwing the American public today. We're talking about two different platforms here between CNN and HBO. You know what I mean? Like, they're two different avenues there of, yes, Kathy Griffin was only doing the the um, the New Year, the Rocket New Year's Eve celebration with Anderson right. Cooper. That's why it seems silly to me. But, I mean, like, but, but they're a news organization, and they do have a reputation to uphold different than the reputation Could that I- You're absolutely right about what you just said, but could I not make the argument that while Real Time with Bill Maher is airing, that HBO turns themselves into a news organization at that point? I mean, he tells you more news than what the national media tells you. An opinion-based show still. You know what I mean? Like, that's still an opinion-based show and, that's and, true. And, and definitely deals with news. Much like this, it's not necessarily journalistic. He'll yeah. tell you what's going on in, with events, not necessarily a journalistic endeavor. What I always say about this program, like people always say to me, you know, you're not fair, you're biased. And I always say, yeah, I don't owe you fairness. I don't owe you both sides. And I mean, HBO obviously is a little bit more into controversial material. There's no question about that. Like Game H- of Thrones. I mean, and, and, and throughout their history, I mean, tons of different comedy specials. Real sex. Right, and things, things of that nature. on the point. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely willing to get down in the dirt with you for sure. I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. And Bill Maher, again, as a guy who is a routine viewer of the program, he will routinely lecture the right side of politics and their bigotry. 
He'll lecture them about it constantly. And I don't know how he does that moving forward now. I don't know how he looks into the camera every night after new rules and then gets ultra swarmy about how about how Republicans are secretly all bigots and racists because he does it every week. He hides it a little bit, but every week he works it in about how they're all bigots and racists. And I don't know how he does it now. I don't know how he does that now because, bro, like you were willing to go there. And, you know, like I said, people yesterday were, were tweeting at me, you know, he only sleeps with black women, right? Guys, come on. Come on. That doesn't mean that you're not a racist. I'll tell you a personal story. So once upon a time, I was working for a different radio station. And we were doing a radio station promotion where I had to like take an RV, pick you up at your house, take you to the concert venue. We would park the RV on the lawn and we would do like the ultimate white trash kid rock weekend. And you would like stay in the RV. That sounds and awesome. then Yeah, well, it was. It was awesome. Except for the fact that I was maneuvering an RV <laughs> and like risking vehicular homicide for $6 an hour. Isn't it, other isn't than it, that. Isn't it crazy how truck drivers do, you have to have a CDL, you have to do hours of training, but you can just go get in an RV and start driving Drive it, it right down Same the road. goddamn thing, dude. It's crazy, right. It absolutely is crazy. I remember saying that to my promotion tour. It was Munch. It was Munch that made me do that. I was like, Munch, I don't want to do this. Please don't make me do this. So long story short, I pick up the listeners at their house, right? I get the the guy walks into the, the RV, the guy who won, he had a white power tattoo. Okay? His girlfriend was black. Was black. So, I mean, dude, don't talk to me. Now, I don't think that that guy and Bill Maher are the same guy. I want you to understand. But just because you're willing to dip your pen in somebody's ink yeah. doesn't mean that you don't hate the rest of their that person's family. For sure. I mean, no no question about it. There, there's no denying that. Phantom's got a hot cousin. I'm banging her. But I hate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I absolutely hate him. I cannot believe we're not feeding Bill Maher to the angry masses today. I, 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 you know, obviously, I can't we it. kind of talked about this yesterday of like, well, I, can you make a racist joke and not be racist? Yes. How many racist jokes can you make before you are a racist? I believe, oh, no, hold on, let me change what I just said yes to there. I believe you can make jokes about race w- without being racist because I think I can make jokes about race and not be racist. I don't believe that I am racist. I believe all people carry race issues inside of them. The best of us, I, what do I always say? The best of us fight against those inner demons at every moment we can. And people get into this place in their mind where it's like, well, I'm not a clan member, therefore I'm not, not that, I'm not racist. Right. And it's like, well, mm. it, it's a very gray thing, and as much as we'd like it to be black and white, no pun intended You could also be there, biased and not necessarily be racist. I, but we're getting into a it's very degrees. nuanced thing yeah. there, right? Yeah, it's a, it, we're arguing shades of gray at that point. I just really, for, for how fast we throw people overboard and we fire people over what they say and what they do and do not say, I really thought for sure this guy was going to be let go, suspended Suspended at minimum, and it looks like they're not even going to do that. And I was very, very surprised about that. We do have a pair of tickets for Rhythm and Bruce. You'll get those next on the Sansbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. 8.30, get yourself hooked up with 3.11 tickets. That show, June 22nd. Hard Rock Racino, Northfield Park there. Roxino also bringing you New Tour Tuesday, 9 o'clock. New Lord, New Brantley Gilbert, New Nickelback, all part of that. Pick Nickelback because everybody loves him. Yeah, dude, guaranteed not a third. I've never heard anybody say a negative thing about Nickelback ever. I don't know why they would, dude. I mean, they just like it. This kind of reminds me of Def Leppard from when I was growing up. That's how much I like it. Yeah, they both have a song called Photograph. I mean, that's pretty good, right? And yet people never say that. People go, I hate this. Even though it sounds like the band that's that's on my T-shirt I'm wearing right now. 
I'll, I'll, for the life of me, dude, I'll never figure out why a Def Leppard fan hates Nickelback. I'll never be able to figure that out. I want to give a shout out to the Jackson boys baseball team after winning Division One State Baseball Championship Saturday in Columbus. Nice job, guys. There you go. A little polar bear pride right yeah, there. Yeah, look at that. Um, obviously, a very uh, a very athletic class going through Jackson High there as they won the uh, boys state uh, basketball turn or championship as well. So, dude, you got baseball championship and basketball championship all in one year there. Yeah, win football and we'll care. Welcome to Stark County, everybody. <laughs> I'm just totally kidding. Congratulations on that. You know, I was being told this the other day. My buddy Jeff coaches baseball for his sons. Okay. And I didn't know, but this region is rich with baseball. Because you always hear about the football. But yeah. apparently, like, the Dalton baseball team is really good. Dalton, sorry. They hate when you do that wrong. Yeah. It's Dalton. Trust me. It's Dalton. Uh, they hate when you get that wrong. But they're pretty good. Highland's pretty good. Apparently, Jackson's pretty good. All you ever hear is about high school football here. But apparently, the baseball's really good. Um, eh, dude, I think that's probably indicative of Northeast Ohio's issue as a whole, where it's like, dude, you have a championship caliber baseball team, and you have a championship caliber basketball team, and it's like, no, we just care about the Browns. So, I mean, I mean, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know this was a hotbed of baseball activity, but I didn't dude, know that either. Good for him. No, but my buddy Jeff, who coaches, was uh, was on me about. It. He's like, you guys need to start paying more attention to high school baseball. And I was like, was Jesus. I paying any attention to high school Jesus, baseball? Jesus, dude, I can't. I can't start paying attention to high school sports in the sense of like, I get it when the time comes, we have to be like, oh, hey, you won this, that, or the other. Um, but like, I can't start showing up at baseball games as a single male by myself, like just sitting up there in the stands, dude. It's not a good look. Give him the hater. No, that's <laughs> dude. It's that's, not. A no, good that's look. a bad, bad look. I'm just. Oh, yeah, don't do that. I, uh, I, I I agree. Your instincts are good there. So somebody is coming back to Monday night. Yeah, it's very exciting times here. I noticed on the WWE Network, they started including Hulk Hogan back into the rotation on the commercials. Therefore, Stop. I assume Monday Night Raw, he's coming back, baby. Hogan, right? Is that is is that a real? Are you telling me a real story? Right yeah, now? they started putting Hogan back into the commercials. So, like, I figure if they're putting him into commercials... If they're putting him into commercials, I don't see why they wouldn't put him on WrestleMania, why they wouldn't put him on Monday Night Raw. Who cares if he's a racist? Hulk Hogan coming back to Mondays. He's going to body slam Bill Maher, main event. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Every once in a while, you get one. You know what I mean? That one felt good. All right. No. the, the, (laughs) (laughs) The F is happening right now. I'm supposed to be, dude, I'm supposed to have my hands on the wheel of this thing, and I don't. No, it's got nothing to do with Hogan, dude. Oh, get, son of a bitch. You get Rick Springfield <laughs> out of my ears. So, Hank Williams Jr. is coming back to Monday Night Football. Okay. He's going to continue. Right, exactly. <laughs> what? I, I said to Phantom when I walked in here this morning, I was like, why is this a big deal? But it's all I saw people talking about yesterday. That this song is going to come back as the theme to Monday Night Football. As if this is the problem with Monday Night Football. (laughs) Was this the problem? Because this isn't the problem with Monday Night Football. You know what the problem with Monday Night Football is, don't you? What is that? It's not their network. That the NFL now has... We're oversaturated with the product. You get four games on Sunday. You get a Sunday night game. You get a Monday night game. You get a Thursday night game. Football's on everywhere. And pointed out to us last year by Fox Sports was look at the matchups that were on Monday night. They were awful. 
because the NFL was giving all the really good matchups to Thursday Night Football, which airs where? The NFL Network. That's the problem with Monday Night Football, is that NFL's figured out, why are we giving our premier matchups to other networks? We'll do games on Thursday, we'll put them on our network, and we'll make all the money. And so all of like the division games, all like the rivalry games, none of those games took place on Monday night. They all happened on Thursday night. The problem with Monday Night Football isn't, it's the matchups weren't good. It's not that you were missing Hank, really? Were yeah. people like, once the opening of, so let me, let me get this straight. What America wants is a longer show opening. That's what they want. Get both Cephas up there, dude. I'm all about it. Yeah, get Hank Jr. up there. Now, this story posted for you at WRQK.com where you can actually see the original first video ever of the Monday Night Football theme and also I put up there for you the video which got him taken off of ESPN where Hank Williams Jr. was being interviewed and equated President Barack Obama to Hitler. And again, like I say about the N-word, I, dude, I say about Hitler. Dude, when you invoke Hitler, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help you. Like when people, and again, so we can all be friends, when people were trying to make Donald Trump Hitler, I was saying, Trump isn't Hitler. Okay? You're, you're showing a lack of historical perspective when you equate Donald Trump to Hitler. You are. You're not, you're not showing that, that awful time in history, the respect it's due. Like, you're not, you're not. Trump isn't Hitler, okay? And neither was, dude, President Barack Obama wasn't Hitler either, to be honest. But they yanked him off of it because of those comments. And simply, this is ESPN and ABC looking to earn some favor back after firing Tim Allen from Last Man Standing and ESPN being accused of being too liberal and all that stuff, this is them throwing you a bone and you're going to eat it up and fall for it. But the song's never been good. Oh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. You get oh, no. you get the party started. You got Frank and Al and Dan, dude. I don't know. Pride of Can, Ohio, Dan Deardorff up there. I was watching that video this morning and like it really did kind of get me hype. And like I don't know if that was... A little nostalgia playing in there, but I was like, oh my god, dude, Monday Night Football used to be so good. It was must-see TV. I can distinctly remember, like, me and my brother watching Monday Night Football in our bedroom and, like, putting the towel down under the door so my mom couldn't see the light coming out. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, like, it just, there's something about, maybe it's just that era of football that you just, it's like, oh my god, dude, it was must-see TV. Like, Randall Cunningham's out there, baby. It's what made it must-see TV is that sports and primetime weren't really a thing. Like, that, the, that was like the first foray into that. But now games are on all the time. We see more games than we ever did. I think that's what's been suffering with Monday Night Football. And again, you got, dude, the great game, the best game of the week is normally Sunday night. Sunday Night in America. Hosted by Dan Patrick. Broadcasting Idol Dan Patrick. I just, this is them throwing you a bone. And you're going to eat it up. And it's crazy. Well, I, I guess my uh, not issue with it because I really don't care. Yeah, I was Carrie saying, Underwood. Let's not have issues, right? <laughs> Carrie Underwood, Faith Hill. I mean, if 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 it was worth firing Hank Williams Jr. 
10 years ago or 15 years or 20 years ago, whenever it happened. Well, it was talking about it. It had to be under. Yeah, it had to be under 10. If it was worth doing that eight years ago, what has he done to redeem himself? I mean, if you're like, well, dude, a little too racist, a little too raunchy, a little too. But it's like, it's not like he came out and apologized and said, man, I really thought about that. Hitler is not Obama. You know, that was an inconsiderate and and inaccurate thing to do. You ready for the worst joke of all time? Let's hear it. Ready? We're going to go to break on the worst joke of all time. Proving once again. A country boy can't survive. There we go. Worst joke ever. God, I feel terrible going to break on that one. I do. You'll forgive me when you get your 311 tickets next, though. That happens next on Rock 106.9. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Still to come at 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting new Lord, new Brantley Gilbert, new Nickelback, and then locally... Bones of Giants. Repeat offender there, Bones of Giants. Indeed. Indeed. So we'll play their new song, I believe is called Catch. We'll play that. And again, new Nickelback. Must be nice is the name of that. It's going to be good. Must be nice. Must be fantastic. It's Nickelback. It's going to be real good. It's going to be fantastic is what it's going to be. So today... Marks the anniversary of D-Day. Of course, June 6th, 1944. My math lives up. 72 years. Right? No. 73, buddy. There we go. 2017. There Sorry, we go. Though. There we go. I uh, I was doing that fast in my head. I was like, carry this, carry that. I hate to get something wrong surrounding that, but um, I did not want to go. Uh, I did not want the show to come and go without a without a mention of that. Um, and a tip of the cap from the Stansbury Show on. Uh, People who have formerly served and are currently are serving. Um, I'm able to do this because of that, and right. uh, that does not go forgotten by me. Yeah, we're not and Phantom. We're not speaking German right now, thanks to the uh, the efforts of the guys who who indeed who who were brave enough to go on those beaches in France. Um, it, it, it's really. I don't want to say popular, but like everybody nowadays is like, ah, oh, World War Three, World War Three, World War Three. I think it's really easy to lose perspective on how like serious the world wars were. And it's like, oh, well, I played the video game. I know all about it. And dude, it's like hundreds of thousands of Americans died in those. Well, here's the other thing. Not that humans don't fight in wars now, but you had to fight in them then. Right, right. I mean, those guys were, I mean, you know, there were no drones. There were no any of that. Like, don't get me wrong. Soldiers are still making sacrifices all over the world. That's not what I'm saying. But there really was. There was one way to fight the war then. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I've seen documentaries. I obviously wasn't there. You know what right. I mean? That. But, I've you know, I've watched plenty of documentaries on it. It did seem like. Do the bravery that took, though, is, I mean, that was something else. Oh, I, I, I couldn't even fathom that, you know, that feeling of you're coming up on that beach and you have to get off and start running while you're being shot at, dude. I mean, just, it just, I, I can't even begin to fathom that. Yeah. So, tip of the hat uh, of us, from us, I should say, to former and current serving military members, we really do appreciate that there. Um, I saw this and I can't believe it. And I don't know how this happens, but this is out of Ohio, Lorraine, where a man was posing as a 16-year-old on an app, met a girl, you met a young girl on it. He was 27. And 
he was posing as, as a 16-year-old girl on the dating app Meet Me. Now, I've never used Meet Me, but I'm sure it's like any one of these other things, Tinder or whatever. I'm sure it runs basically similar, I would think. The concern there, and I mean, obviously you can lie, is at least with like Tinder or Plenty of Fish or anything like that. You have to be over 18, You have to be 18. If this is a teenage dating meeting app, number one, obviously you, I, and any other adult shouldn't be a part of it. No, but that's a bad business model, even if it's just for kids. Right. That's a a terrible business model. Yeah, I was going to say, because I took Tinder off my phone, thank the dear Lord, because it was awful. Um, But... It logged you in through your Facebook account, which right. obviously would know your age there. Um, if again, if you're filling right. out that stuff properly, right. um, but he met her, her, this young woman. She was 15. Arranged to pick her up from her home. This is back in September. They went on a, uh, they were going on a date, and she thought it was normal. After the girl failed to return home that night, the mother contacted Elyria police. Uh, the next morning. Teen said she was dropped off in a parking lot without any way to get home. She walked to her friend's house where she was able to then call her mother. She said eventually the guy told her, you know what, I'm not 16, I'm 20. But he's actually 27. Okay? Um, she was how old, I'm sorry? She was 15. 15, okay. So even if you were 20, that's not okay like that's not what you're supposed to do i mean and i don't buy into the oh well 16 the legal age of consent bs at all i don't 18 in my opinion is where you should be let me tell you dude anytime somebody says well legally you know you're making a weak argument yeah well technically (laughs) technically legally you know you're making a weak argument anytime you have to invoke those statements but we're not even into that territory of 16 being the age of consent because this girl was 15 okay okay so he gets busted, third degree felony. You can get five years jail for it and a maximum of a ten thousand dollar fine. But this guy gets no jail time. Was instead then sentenced to two years of community control, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds like trash pickup. Hey, yeah, I mean, right? We're okay, but that's what the punishment is for the statutory rape of a fifteen year old girl. Is two years probation now does have to require as a tier two sex offender every 180 days for the next 25 years of his life. And he's required to pay, listen to this, a $360 fine. Jeez. Jeez, dude. I mean, what are we doing? How are we falling down on this? Hey, somebody explain to me how we're falling down on this. I remember it was like two weeks ago a rape story came up and I was like, how is this guy not doing 10 years in jail for this? I don't want to go overboard here, okay? But, like, there are certain crimes that are just worse. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And and I don't think people understand. Rape is not a crime that affects you that evening. It affects you for years on end, some people forever. Your innocence is taken. This girl is 15. Trust me, I'm speaking from experience. Your innocence is taken. Now, I, I am in the firm belief that, you know, you can't get consent from a minor. And, and that's my opinion of this. Okay. But, like, people, yeah, are, like people are going to bring up, well, was this consensual sex or was this a, a, a stereotypical rape? Because I, I, I know the, 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 I guess the stereotype of rape is that, like, oh, it's violent and it's in an alley and it's, you know, it's that. 
Yeah, that's what SVU shows you rape is. Rape's a million different things. Right, right. right. And so, like, for me, this is absolutely rape. Because what you did here is you created a fake online profile. Right. Made yourself 10 years younger than you are. Deceived, right. And so you could trick a young person into sex with you. To me, that qualifies because you are preying on the innocence of a child and then robbed them from that. Now, I agree with you 100%. I He's believe. 30, dude. I mean, 27. Well, but, I mean, close enough. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, saying I don't want to be accused of rounding up and then, you know. So I, I agree 100% with you in the fact of this guy was in the wrong. Um, but I think that we see examples of this happen time and time and time again where an adult has sex with a minor and does not receive jail time. Now, usually it's a 27-year-old hot art teacher who's banging out a 14-year-old eighth grader. And then like, gets let go because America thinks that that story's oh, cool. So hot. Yeah, so that's where true. Was, where was that teacher when I was in high school? And, 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 and for some reason, it's like this rings so obviously like, no, throw the book at this guy. But if it's a 27-year-old art teacher, she's deceived. She's she's taking advantage of she's yeah, victimizing that child, victimizing that child, and for some reason or another, America's like, eh, well, whatever. We are hypocritical on this issue. America is very hypocritical on this issue. We really are, and but we have also seen, yeah, because women like we remember we did that story where where you look at the punishments and it's nowhere near as harsh as what a man gets. Like we've seen women who have done worse crimes with sex with minors than what a guy did and the guy's punishment normally worse. Um, but this story, just for the life of me, I can't figure out. How can you rape somebody? How can you be and not serve any jail? None. He's getting two years, like, again, community control, which sounds like trash pickup to me, for the for raping a teenager. And, like, you know what? You always see people say, why is the media not covering this about some, like, you know, weird story from, like, some third world country? Why are we not focusing on this? We are raping each other and not locking the perpetrators up. If that... I don't... Dude, as a guy who gets paid to communicate, I'm at a loss for words on that. The, the, the disgust of that. If you have daughters right now and you're hearing that, that's got to freak you out while you're sitting at work. Like, Jesus Christ, no wonder guys want to build cages around their daughter. No wonder you want to build fences around them. I would, too, if this is what was happening. No jail time? Dude, that judge, honestly, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I honestly, dude, I might have to run for judge. That might be. <laughs> That's where we're sitting now. Okay. Dude, give me the gavel. I think I'd be good at it. I think I would be really, really good at it. We have a pair of 311 tickets. Let's pass those out. They're playing the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park. They're doing so on the 22nd of this month. We'll take caller 15 right now, 1 800 243 7625 on those. Be right back. Continue the program next. Hang on. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. We're online, wrqk.com. Still to come, 9 o'clock, New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Rock Casino, Northfield Park there. You're getting new Lord, new Brantley Gilbert, new Nickelback, locally, Bones of Giants. Hearing from the audience that community control, going back to the previous story where that guy in Lorraine pleaded guilty to having sex with a minor, doing no jail time for it. Community control looks like it's a GPS bracelet. Okay. I thought it was like, you know, literally community control, like go out there, pick up things in the community, you know, they kind of make criminals do that kind of stuff, but... Well, looks like it's uh, some type of GPS bracelet. I mean, house I arrest essentially. I don't know if that's any better. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, now you got a GPS bracelet on. I'm sure that's going to prevent you from banging a child. I just, I want to get this on record. I feel like if a grown up person pleads guilty 
to having sex with an underage person that there should be some time spent outside of society for said action. Does that make me... Does that make me... Am I snowflake? Stansberry really getting into hot take, Bill, there, that that adults shouldn't have sex with minors. Wow. (laughs) This guy, he's out of control. Am I... Am I being all snowflakey? I agree 100% with you, dude. I mean, I don't care what the circumstances are. That person is under the age of consent. You, as an adult, have the responsibility to not have sex with that person. I don't... Why is is that controversial? There's nothing, nothing there, dude. We should all get behind that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'd sign that. Somebody somebody draw that, that bill up, I'll sign it. And I won't rely on the lamestream media to tell you. I'll tweet it out myself what happened. There you go. Kansas City police are looking into uh, some robberies which occurred uh, basically between Sunday and Monday. All over the city. Around 5 o'clock Monday, a 44-year-old was robbed of money and a mobile phone by a group of juveniles who used a brick and a stick to beat him. Jesus. The incident uh, took place at Corral Avenue and 7th Street Northeast. About an hour before that, Monday afternoon, someone armed with a knife robbed the Breeze drive through on Cleveland Avenue Southwest. That sounds like really close to my house. I don't know the Breeze drive through by hand, but that sounds like that's really close to my house. The guy was armed, the assailant, sorry, armed with a knife and robbed the store of four packs of cigarettes. Are you kidding? I mean, guys, come on. That's like, it? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to take the knife out, and I mean, aren't you getting into like, I mean, you're increasing the crime there when you use a weapon to rob the, the store, right? Certainly. At that point, take the cash. What do you, I mean, the four packs of cools is going to get you, I mean, it's not worth the It's not worth the jail time. Yeah, I mean, what is that, like 25 bucks worth of cigarettes there? I can't, I can't imagine why somebody would have just taken cigarettes. Unless, like the story said, if they were minors, maybe they weren't smart enough or desperate enough. They were just doing this to do this as opposed to like a crime of desperation. Not necessarily thinking about what it is you're really doing. Like, haha, I'll go, eh. Maybe. I always forget that that can happen. Now, a 34-year-old woman was robbed Monday night by an individual about, yeah, midnight Monday. While in the... Uh, while on Lincoln Avenue Northwest, uh, that culprit fled on foot. And then Sunday evening, 33-year-old woman from Minerva was robbed of $50 while at a bar on Mahoning Road there. She was assaulted by several subjects. For $50? Yeah. I mean, okay, so several subjects. Let's say you and two of your boys are like, hey, let's go rob this bitch. And you get 50 bucks. And you get 50 bucks. You split it up in between. What do you got? You got less than 20 bucks a piece. Dude, you got 15 bucks each. What are you people thinking, dude? I mean, like, you know what they're thinking? Honestly, they're thinking packets of heroin are 10 bucks. That's what they're thinking. 50 bucks gets you five packets of heroin. Bindles is what they're called. And that's what that is. That's a lot of street crime comes down to that. I need to score drugs. You have something I can trade for drugs or sell for drugs. Like, I think about that while I'm on my cell phone a lot. Like, you don't think about your cell phone ever, right? You're just like, ah, it's my cell phone. Right. Essentially what it is, that's a $600. I mean, dude, I, I went into the cell phone store the other day. I'm not eligible for my upgrade until September. And I said, all right, well, I just want to buy the phone out right, right now. You know what the guy said to me? 900 <laughs> The guy was like, give me 900 bucks to sell you the phone right now. 
So that's what I'm saying. Like, your cell, dude, cell phones are worth money. So yeah. when I'm walking around down the street, I remember actually there was a story coming out of New York City, and it was called Apple Picking or Picking Apples, where people were walking up to people on the street and snatching iPhones out of people's hands as they were talking on them. And sure enough, I remember I was walking to the Agora once while I was without the vehicle there. And two kids walked across. There was four kids. And two of them walked across the street. And the other two kept walking behind me. And I was on the phone. And I turned around. And I said, guys, you really think I'm this stupid? You don't think I know what you're doing right now? You don't think I that I know what those two guys are doing over there to cut me off at the pass in case I try to run? You don't think I know this? You think I'm this dumb? And sure enough, the kid just looked at me like... And I thought of it. I was like, man, these are four youths. Like, I could have been shot or killed for sure. Certainly. But my attitude problem was in high gear because I was walking. Um, I, I like how you were like, you guys didn't think I was going to run. They saw you. I'm like, of course we know you're not going to run. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to start trying to Of course not. Um, but the thing I hate you. The thing with this is, is like, yes, I mean, cell phones certainly, you know, expensive. But like, dude, you could rob me of my cell phone right now, and dude, you're getting twenty five bucks out of it at a store. Now, granted, you're right. I mean, heroin's ten bucks a bundle, but like, you're not getting nine hundred dollar phone when you just randomly right. start grabbing That's things true. off of people. You end up with four packs of cigarettes when when you just start. I mean, most people walking down Tusk at midnight aren't gonna have. You know, anything that expensive on them. No, I can attest for that. They shut the uh, they shut the freeway ramp right by my house that right. gives me 30 and 77 right there, right, right off of Cherry. They closed both those down. God, they're always working on that. Always. It was shut down for a month, like two months ago, and now it's shut down for another. I don't know what they're doing, but it's shut down for another month. When I lived at my old, old apartment downtown, that thing was constantly shut down. I don't know what the hell's going on with that 3077 interchange That thing's there. super convenient for me. So now in the, in, in the morning, what I do is I go up Cleveland and make the left at Tusk there. Yeah. And dude, I trust nobody on Tusk between like Cleveland and that 77 ramp over there that you got that the gas station on the yeah. right hand side. Every person I see there early in the morning, I feel like, oh, you're the kind of person that's going to jump in front of my car trying to like, like get me. In. Yeah, try to get me on one of those insurance fraud. I am so, I'm suspicious of all those people. I feel so bad for the people that own that gas station right there. Um, they're constantly like trying to do things to make it look better, landscaping, like painting it, making it look nice, and it's just like, dude. Put it in Jackson, it'll <laughs> right? fix it. <laughs> That's the only option you guys That's have. That's the only one you got. New Turd Tuesday starts with Lord, and it starts next on Rock 106.9. To new songs and decide if, well, it's a turd or not. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. I'm Rock 106.9. Going to start New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino in Northfield Park there. If you're new to the program, here's how it works. We play you new songs, and then we vote on them. We bar no format here. We like listening to, uh, well, a little bit of everything. I understand that people listen to the show don't necessarily, some of you don't necessarily like rock music. Some of you love rock music. Some of you are in the middle. So we play a little pop, play a little country, play a little rock music. Also play locals here as well. If you'd like to be featured, send me your stuff, stansberrywrqk.com. Include a short little bio. Make sure the song's radio edited. No f words. I don't. Don't make me do legwork to turn you into a into a star. I'm not doing that. Because we won't, and then we'll hear it, and we'll dump out, and then it'll just be like, oh, dude, New Truth Tuesday's already over. Sorry, guys. So Gotta go. Just edit your stuff. Just, okay? just edit. 
Do nope. all do all the work. No F words, no S words, no other letter words, I guess. I mean, the F, the S, the, oh, yeah, the bad ones, I, I know. I, I always talk about that, how I just hate that. The S word makes me just feel like such a four-year-old every time I have to say stuff like that. But we're going to start today's episode with brand new Lord, who I'm a fan of. Yeah. Heard that? I don't know. Was that her debut record, the one that had Royals on it? Yeah. I, I don't know yeah, what, yeah. what the history of her is. But that record, that breakout record of hers, was fantastic. I mean, that thing was stocked full of good songs. And uh, she's got a new one here. It's called Perfect Places. She's got an interesting voice, Lord does. Yeah. And she's always... Every night I live and die, feel the party to my bones. Watch the wasters blow the speakers, fill my guts beneath the outdoor light. It's just another graceless night. I hate the headlines and the weather. I'm 19 and I'm on fire, but when we're dancing, I'm Places. I think she always does a good job of sounding like she looks like she always is. She's kind of like that alternative. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Not, yeah. not, not like a pop princess. Very much the counter to Taylor Swift of like, even though they're BFFs, I guess. But very much like you, you almost feel like you know this chick. She like she's a real person as opposed to a pop star. I think she's always just going to pay the price of royals, though. And I think there's something about when you write a song or record a song that that is that gets played that much. Oh yeah, you're gonna be judged by that record and that record alone. And this is a pretty good song, but when I stack it next to Royals, it just feels like eh, it's not it's not quite up to par. Um, now that would be that dude. That's that's a nice par to set. Would be Royals, right? Right, and I guess I mean maybe, that's me unfairly judging her. Maybe after you hear this song nine thousand times, like you might heard have something to do with it. Yeah. Every night I live and die. Meet somebody, take them home. Let's kiss I like the beat a lot, though. She always has good beats, dude. I never understand why a rapper hasn't come out with an all-Lord Beats album, dude. If, it, if I were a rapper, dude, your boy would just do all-Lord Beats. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. You're right. Like. She does always have great beats. Mm-hmm. I wonder who's doing that for her. Like they've always got really cool bass lines. Yeah. Yeah, the beat's great. Yeah, we're 
just joining us. That's brand new Lord, Perfect Places. You're right. She's not all pop princessy. And I know I like all those pop princesses. You know, I'm a Katy Perry fan. I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I, I, I love all that stuff. I loved Avril Lavigne back in the day, even though I had a shirt that said Avril Lavigne sucks on it. Like She had plenty of songs that I dug. I, I, I totally like pop music. And uh, but she is something. Lord is something different. She looks a little different, sounds a little different, and she's unique that way. I didn't know her and uh, I didn't her I didn't know her and Taylor Swift were friends. I wanna yeah. I wanna go. I wanna be uh, I wanna be invited. Let's let's hang out. I wanna I I, I wanna be the friends. Let's let's hang out. Man, now I'm just kind of thinking of a, a rapper's all Lord Beats album. I know, dude. All the nights spent off our faces Trying to find these perfect places What the f*** are perfect See, Lord knew to edit her song before sending yeah. it to me. She knew. Thanks, Lord. Like when they play the piano at the end, you know it's a sad song. Then it's yeah, like, I know I know exactly how I'm supposed to feel right now. <laughs> it's like faith no more epic oh, at the end. You're like, yeah, oh, okay. oh sadness, got all it. Right, yeah, all right. So there's the new Lord Perfect Places. Phantom, give me the vote there. Not a turd. Um, she's had a couple other songs come out from uh, in between that last album and whatever she's putting forth first or now, and this is the first one I've heard that I feel like okay, that's back to where you're supposed to be. Sounds in your like strike a Lord zone. song, right? And I'm sure that that'll be a pretty big song as we get into the summer, right? There, so I'm gonna say not a turd. That's gonna be a pretty big summer record. I totally agree. That song's not a turd. Not a turd. Yeah, no, I like that one. I uh, I liked it a lot. I like the beat a little bit more than than you know some of the vocals and like some of the lyrics and stuff like that. But that song will catch me in the car for sure. The new Brantley Gilbert, the ones that like me. Next on the Stansbury Show. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. In the middle of New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino in Northfield Park. Already played you the new Lord. Fantone and I agreed. Not a turd on mm-hmm. Perfect Places. That song, pretty good there. Time now for your country song of the week. We've chosen Brantley Gilbert. And his new songs, our song, rather, The Ones That Like Me. I'm just guessing we're talking about a certain type of woman. Or maybe it's fans. That's what I was going to say. It's possibly fans. Oh, yeah. I bet it's bad chicks. Ain't gonna lie, I can count on both hands. My down and ride till the day I die, friends. To get them, I like to think that I'm few and far between. I don't like the uh, like the, the, the like the the growliness to his voice there. He does that a lot. Sounds like, like, it's like some Marlboro smoker right there. Yeah, Brantley gets a lot of credit for that and has over the years. Actually, if you go back in his career, like early on, I think you would actually like what was that? 
the record. He's got two motorcycles on the cover, Halfway to Heaven, I think Jeez. is what it was called. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's like, I think it was called Halfway, but but I think you would like that record a lot. My band around till the day I die, friends, to get them I like to think that I'm few and far between. Guys like me, you born in an alleyway, up a creek, ain't a doubt I'm on a battleway. Go to back, go to church, go to battle. They can say what they want about me, but the ones that need me got me. The ones that doubt me can't stop me. I was gonna Oof. say, remember when like haters were a thing that only rappers had? Now it's like, ah, no, dude, I'm a country artist. People are haters. Which I guess. Let me you pull out. Let that. me pull out this six string and tell you about my haters. Right back into the chorus there, dude. I mean, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. There you go. I say this about a lot of songs we play on New Tour Tuesday. It's bad. This <laughs> like, it's, it, it, like it is. It's bad. But go see him at Blossom, and I'm telling you, this is a chorus that gets beer cups raised in the air, and you're going to be chanting it. And a lot of stuff anymore is written for that. It's written for the, well, we'll take a 45-second video of Vine on from the crowd, and it'll get passed around. And it's, it is, like there's like we said yesterday, there's always money in, in delivering a product that helps people think that they're smarter than they are. Right. I think there's always going to be money in songs that are like, Dude, this is my dude. This is my road dog. We've been buddies since we were like knee high to a grasshopper. Whatever <laughs> those hillbillies are always saying. You know what I mean? I think there's money in that. Have you ever seen Brantley Gilbert? I have no idea. I oh, don't dude, think he so. always has like a big old dipper coming oh, out. Well, time now. Come on, Sansbury. Put a big old dipper in. He does. He's always got one of those big out front. Tall. And he's got his ears are like, he's one of those people who looks, honestly, he looks like he's got cauliflower ear a little bit. And his ears like, like come out from the side of his head. So he looks a little downsy. <laughs> <laughs> like he does. He always looks a little downsy. Now his voice is a little different than the average bro country Yeah, he's got dude. a little bit more rasp in it. His look is a little bit different from the bro country. And I mean, honestly, this song, a little bit different than what you'd normally hear. There's no red dirt roads yet. There's no, like, toes oh. up on the dashboard. He'll take you down a back road. Okay. No, he will. I'm a simple man. I got a sinner's mind, but I can fold my hands. I ain't afraid to pray. And I'm doing no yeah. 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 
got me Once you down me can't stop me Even the ones that say forget him Bitch, you ain't say you ain't forgotten Either wanna hit me or hug me Those that hate me don't love me And the ones that don't trust anybody Trust anybody Oh yeah, no, you got it. No, do you have any idea how stressful it is singing into a microphone? Sorry. Almost as stressful as talking into a microphone. Nah, not quite. You back it up. You back it up. It's hard. It's hard work what's happening in here. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a new Brantley Gilbert. The ones like me. Yeah, that was the... <laughs> <laughs> and, and there it is. Man, don't give me the vote there. Eh, it's half a turn. Um, not exactly the best song in the world, but Brantley Gilbert is a little different than your average bro country. Um, I, I can definitely respect that. And I mean, obviously, uh, you're right. I think this is going to turn into a little bit of a summertime anthem right there. Put a big old dipper in one time. Get the thing stuck, Stansbury. So I'm going to call it half a turn. Oh, that'll be a huge old hit at 99.7, but I absolutely hated it. I'm voting turn on that. It's a turn. Yeah, that's, um, that's not good. That's not, yeah, Brantley. You know what? We're going to redeem ourselves with brand new Nickelback. That happens next. Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show as we are about to end new Turd Tuesday. Which, dude, I got to thank Fantone and the audience for what a good day. What a great day. I just feel like I blinked and today's over. All right. By by good, you mean fast. Yes, I will agree with you. Were we good today? Did it all go well? I, I really can't remember. Well, normally when it's really awful, I'm like, <laughs> man, this is day forever. Let me out of here. But like when it goes by really fast, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I wasn't listening to it. So for all I know, it could have been the worst show we've ever done. I'm sure my boss will tell me it was. He loves doing that. Loves bringing me back down to earth there. We already played you the new Lord, new Brantley Gilbert. We agreed on the Lord. Felt like that was not a turd. Fantone voted half a turd on the Brantley Gilbert, the ones like me, and I voted full on turd on that. We disagreed there. And uh, we have new Nickelback now. This song's called Must Be Nice. Alrighty, people are like, oh, I hate it. It's the worst song ever. If 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 Pop Evil would have played that exact Papa same Roach, open, right, anybody. any of those bands, that's Theory cool. of a Dead Man. Oh, dude, that sounds pretty good. I saw them at Rock on the Range. Which is Nickelback, by the way. Sure. Nickelback signed Theory of a Dead sure. Man. That's his band. Oh, whatever. So far, not so bad. (laughs) God damn it, Chad. God damn it. All day, I was like, you know, everybody just beats up on Nickelback. Everybody just beats up on them. And then, what do you say? One step, two step electric slide? Did I hear that right? All right. Okay. All right. Okay. You're allowed to hate Nickelback as much as you want.
no, let me tell you what it must be nice. It must be nice to have made a billion dollars off of your previous records to where you can build a studio in your basement and spend all day doing that. Nobody's going to tell you no. You're Chad Kroger. One fish, blue fish, red fish, okay. blue fish. Here's what I want. This is what I want. Everybody yells at music producers. Okay. All right? I need music producers, and so do you. I've talked about Barry Gordy and Motown. I've talked about you know Phil Spector in the '60s, and you know uh, guys from when I grew up, like Eddie Kramer and Mutt Lang, and like all the you know uh, Rick Rubin, another fantastic music producer. Right. Who we would not have Slayer or the Beastie Boys without Rick Rubin. Run DMC too. Like you need music producers, yeah. but what I want less of is music studios. Dude, if you have to rent Electric Ladyland out in New York, it costs you a ton of money, which is why great records came out of there, because they were like, no, idiot, snort that line of blow and give me four good songs and then get out of here. You let these guys build studios in their houses, and they just sit around reading children's books in the microphones. I'm surprised. Surprised our company let uh let an artist say goddamn on the radio. You changed that to doggone during the break. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this sounds like? Oh my god, I just had a kid and it's the only thing I can talk about for the next 10 years of my life. Ugh. think the rest of the dudes in Nickelback said like hey we're all gonna write a song all right you know hey I'm gonna write the guitar part dude I'll do the drums I'm the drummer and Chad Kroger sitting over there with his pen feverishly writing down these lyrics and it's like all right hey let's put it all together and see what it sounds like uh yes I take your point I think there are, there are, but from what I understand um Chad much like other artists um Trent Reznor is one of these where your band never gets to play on the record ever like Chad writes the songs, I think then hire studio mu- musicians to like kind of be around when he wants stuff like laid down. And then next thing you know, hey, it's time to go on the road. All right, let's get all the guys from Nickelback together and they money. go on the road. Right. I, I don't I think it's really it's him. And then the rest of those like hired dudes, like I guess the guitar players, his brother. Like, so, I mean, it's like it's him and then hired dudes. Which, by the way, his at-home studio is amazing. My buddy actually works for Theory of a Dead Man, and so I've seen some behind-the-scenes like, footage from that studio, and it is. It's amazing.
Yeah, this guitar solo is not going to fix it, though. Yeah, don't, don't worry. We got a guitar solo. It'll be fine. All right, you know what I think is happening here? <laughs> What's I, happening? I did, look, Stansbury cracked the code. This, this is what happened. All right, what happened? I think all those whores that listened to Nickelback like 10, 15 years ago were birthing kids. And they got, you know what I mean? They 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 got pregnant to silver side up. Those kids are now like coming of age, and so now those moms are like need a record to play them. I mean, what other excuse do you have for this horrific piece of trash I'm making you all listen to right now? Good God. Yeah, honestly, musically, it's kind of all where it needs to be there. Oh, now listen to this, though. This makes perfect sense. As Twitter's telling me, you know what? As you're beating up on this, it's no different than Corn's shoots and ladders, knick-knack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. I mean, Corn did do that. Yes, certainly did. Um, I think they kind of did that song as like a, hey, you know, your 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 child, your childhood memories aren't as like glorious as you remember them to be, and like at least that sounded like they were doing something scary. You know what I mean? Like that was kind of the thing where this is just like a pop rock record with, you know, lyrics from childhood rhymes on it. Yeah, it's comparable, but definitely not the same thing there. I don't want to let either one of them off the hook for it. They were both pretty bad there, in my opinion. But Corn is uh, it's less atrocious. And Shoots and Ladders wasn't a single. That was an album cut that was like, all right, well, Jonathan Davis wants to talk about how dark everything is. Like, Shoots and Ladders was just, I mean, just a song. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They weren't trying to go. They were not trying to, like, shove it down your throat the way Chad is. That was it, by the way. That was it. That was done. That was that was three and a half minutes. We'll never get back. All right, well, good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy that's over. That's, uh, that's about the... Fianto, give me the vote there. It's a turn. Um, I wanted this to be a good Nickelback song. It opened up, and I was like, all right, dude, we're going to have something going here. Um, but, dude... That's it, the worst single they've ever put out. I like Nickelback when they don't take themselves too seriously. Like, Rockstar, I think, is a fantastic song. I think that's, like, a perfect, you know, is representation of what Nickelback should be, where it's like, yeah, we're a little tongue-in-cheek. We know we're not... Figured the, you out was good. Right, we're not the biggest hard asses in the Never rock game. Never again was good. But, dude... Dude, that was awful. Yeah, I got to vote turd on that. It's a turd. Damn it. It's really bad. <laughs> that one bit me in the ass. I didn't like it. It was really bad. I don't like that at all. We do have a local this week. This is from Bones of Giants. Their new song is called Catch 22. Please redeem this segment for us. Bones it's of Giants. already better. Nick, neck, pedowick, give a dog Nick a bone. bone. <laughs> didn't Limp Biscuit do some of that, too? Sometimes I try to remember 
sound like. It's like, it's got that very early 2000 sound to it. Um, It definitely sounds uh, better produced than their last song. If I remember their last song correctly, that was our gripe. was like, "Eh, dude, you guys got to get it mastered a little bit better. Yeah, I think you are right about that. Which, I mean, is going to be a problem for local artists. It's just, it's the hard, again, producing the record is the hardest part about making the record. But Twitter hates music producers, so I know I'm, I'm in trouble with them right now. Yeah, but they say, you know, it's like 12 Stones, all that early 2000 ish stuff. You know what I mean? It's local artist Bones of Giants. Guitar player can play. June 24th up at the Empire in Akron. You know, somebody just wrote in and said to me, and this is kind of true, he says, this new hinder sounds pretty good. <laughs> and he's kind of right. Doesn't doesn't sound it, it does kind of sound a little hinderish, a little bit. My buddy's band, Nine Shrines, just came off the road with Hinder. And uh, they're out of uh, they're out of Cleveland. Nine Shrines is, and Chris is actually a pretty good frontman. I think that band Nine Shrines might have a shot. Like they might. I really like Chris Eli. He's a good dude. We worked together at Peabody's back in the day. He's a really good guy. I feel like Nine Shrines might have a shot. But there's brand new Bones of Giants. The song is called Catch Twenty Two. Phantom, give me the boat there. Not a turd. Obviously, we run things through a different filter when they're local acts. But dude, I mean, if I'm standing there at a bar watching live, you know, bands, that's that's as good as I want it to be right there. So yeah, I'll give it not a turd. I think the best thing I can say about a local band, honestly, is if I'm in the venue and I don't want you to stop playing, right. you're pretty good. Right. Like, like, right, and that and that's how I feel about Bones of Giants. Like I wouldn't be standing there going, "Oh my Ugh. God, somebody shut this band up!" Right? Like they're pretty good, yeah. so I'm gonna vote not a turd on that as well. Not a turd. And we shall leave it right there as we are done for the day. We will be back live at it tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a fantastic afternoon. See. Ya.